0: is the Ministry Geek, and I'm Richard F. And I'm Richard S. How you going? Not too bad. (laughs) (laughs) What you been geeking out on? What am I been geeking out on? I've been kind of sad actually. Really? Sad about a couple of things, actually. Really? Yeah. This is not a good start. No, but do you want to know what I'm sad about? What are you sad about? (laughs) Well, uh, last week I found out that Stargate Universe, which is kind of like the only sci-fi program I'm actually watching at the moment, it got cancelled. And... And I'm kind of gutted by that because it was really going somewhere, Richard. Not like you know Caprica, which we discussed a long time ago, which was not going anywhere. And, and, I, and I'm not got a lot of sci-fi kind of fuel going on at the moment. And that was really keeping me going through the. You know, okay, I don't want to bang I don't want to
1: bang this drum again. But uh, <laughs> just to be clear, before I feel sorry for you here. You do watch this on a commercial station that in some way well, it no, helps it d- to pay for the production of this product.
0: It doesn't show in New Zealand, Richard. So,
1: right. so this is ripped off the web. Well, so they, they presumably cancelled it because they don't make any money. No, that's no. Look, look, I've, I've done some research. I'm into pretty sure this. most shows are cancelled because they don't They were, actually, they they were don't actually, make actually getting pretty
0: good, decent ratings. They also turned into account DVR recordings. So actually, what I'm watching is a DVR recorded thing that's obviously been, you know, encoded. But right. I, I can't help it. I'm from New Zealand. You know, or and if I was in Australia, I don't think they're, they're showing like the first season or whatever of Stargate Universe and they're will into the, the second season, and, and they' just they canceled it a week before Christmas. I mean, how do you think those guys felt a week before Christmas? That is a you know that they would cancel their show. And, and I'm not a big Stargate fan Richard. I wasn't into the SG1, the Atlantis stuff. I watched the original film, which was back in the '90s, uh, but a friend of mine hooked me onto this universe thing, and I was really into it. I was really, really. I was connected to the characters. I liked the stories. I could see where it was going, uh, and, and they just pulled it from under my feet. So I'm, I'm kind of sad. And and yeah, I know you're going to bang on about the whole. Well, I wasn't watching it on TV, but it wouldn't have mattered anyway because it was would have been television. Seven so if it, was, uh, if like it that. was highly successful, why was, it, why was it pulled? Well, because I think the people that... Well, it was pulled by the Sci-Fi Channel. I do ear quotes on that because they're not even Sci-S-C-I-F-I. It's S-Y-F-Y. I mean, you know, it's only like... Yeah, exactly. You know? They, <laughs> so
1: they, like semantics
0: um, and fairies or something? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, or <laughs> semantic and and fantasy or something i don't know what the sy F-Y. apparently then they weren't allowed to copyright or trademark sci-fi because it's kind of in the public domain so they had to rebrand it okay and, and i think by doing that they then have you know kind of changed their character from what i understand they're putting shows like wrestling on this channel right. now yeah cool so you know right. to me no it's the management It's the management and the lack of vision that they have um, so I'm upset and the other thing I'm upset about which is kind of more you know something under my control is they they had this big um, you were, you've you been to this before the Armageddon uh, Expo conference have they pulled that? no oh, sure. <laughs> no they had that on the weekend here in Wellington they have it you know in Auckland we're having a in Christchurch but not because of the quake now they have it in Melbourne, Sydney and they had um, Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica there and I really really want to go to her little panel session on Battlestar Galactica but um, you know, one of my friends, uh, Steve, mutual friend of ours, he, he couldn't go because he had to take his son to swimming, and I was not going to go to this thing by myself. Yeah, it's not—it's not, it's not it's really the, a thing you want to go by yourself. No, right? you know, Steve no. and I have been uh, ah, previously. So, see, yeah, so, yeah, you, oh, so see, I've I, not been.
1: Oh, I've never been brave enough
0: to go again. It's kind of odd. Ah, so you're not an Armageddon virgin. I am. Uh, no, no.
1: Uh, what was that? It's like? an interesting mix, is not it? It's kind of like you know sci-fi. It's kind of geeky, and yeah. then there's and then there's wrestling. Is there? really? Yeah. Ah. I, I don't know how it joins mm. up. Really. Well, that's kind of geeky. Uh, but uh, certainly the, the year I went, the, the wrestling was kind of in a separate building, because I don't know, maybe it just did, didn't fit did they, with the rest of the theme of people <laughs> did dressed they, up as yeah? Doctor Who and Did they encourage the, like,
0: the Doctor Who guys to have a wrestle? wrestle with the Battlestar Galactica or the Stargate crew? Because that would have mm. been pretty fun. Or the Manga crew? Yeah, yeah? I
1: don't know. I can't remember. And then there was some uncomfortably, scantily dressed women advertising. Uh, it must have been pretty old. It was like, you know, dial-up, like Orcon. Really?
0: Were they yeah. were they uncomfortable, or were you? Oh, uncomfortable? I was a little bit uncomfortable, uncomfortable about, about were it.
1: Were they? Yeah. they were particularly dressed up as Doctor Who. I felt, you know, I felt like you know, I wasn't <laughs> yep. at my best. <laughs> You're
0: kidding me? You dressed <laughs> up? <laughs> as... No, you, you are kidding me. I, I can imagine good. our mate Steve dressing up as Doctor Who. Right. Actually, I think he goes Stargate. Well, Stargate One. Wouldn't I was going to say he might have gone as the Tardis, <laughs> <coughs> or the Retardis. Well yeah. Oh, so um, interesting, interesting. Yeah. that well, you, you've I, been I, to one of those, and I, I wanted to go, Richard, but I couldn't. I couldn't go by myself I just couldn't bring myself I thought oh look I don't I don't know the culture I'm not you know I'm kind of mainstream geek I, I don't I'm not into cosplay I could have worn my son Williams um, Star Trek uniform but you know it's, it'll be is, a little bit tight Is cosplay a word? Cosplay costume play you know it's the whole you know the kids dress up as the, the manga and the anime kind of okay. um, characters right you, you've been to Armageddon and you, you didn't immerse yourself in this culture Richard
1: no I, I is it not dress ups it's called cosplay yeah, it's cosplay it's, called, it's kind of like geek dress ups oh only, wow wow plus yeah. one yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway so I'm just, trying to work that into conversations yeah, somebody you know, yeah. hey. a colleague of mine has been trying to work plus one into conversations really we try to do it with a straight face because it's not working well, I think we decided last time that it really wasn't that. No, I cool. know, but I thought you know we could try and popularise it. You know, oh, but right. like it took a while for sweet to catch sweet, sweet, so, to really to really catch on again. Yeah, uh, and I thought yeah plus yeah. one we could get that going.
0: Has, has, do you think that's called out in Australia? Because our plus Australian
1: one. no sweet, sweet, no sweet, uh, you know sweet.
0: No, it's more of a kiwi thing, isn't it? Oh, no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really use sweet that often in you know everyday conversation either, Richard. No, well, okay, well, we you anyway, could I'm, do. I'm, That'd I'm, be like yeah. I am going to try the plus one sometime during okay. this thing. Yeah, try it yeah. out,
1: people who don't really know. All right, non-geeks. Yeah, non-geeks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah that's cool, isn't it? Hey, plus one. Plus one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> think hey, I'm look, yeah, yeah. Um, you were sad, obviously. I'm, I'm actually quite happy because yeah. um, you know, I, you know, I spent the weekend, I've been building a data centre. Really? Uh, now that oh, you know, Facebook's open source oh, yeah, yeah. all their uh, services up. I thought, yeah. get the soldering iron out. Yeah. Uh,
0: why, why not? Why <laughs> not? Why not? I mean, and their, their data centres, I'd imagine, are world class, right up there with the Google. Why would you imagine that? Wow. Well, you know, five, six hundred million users. I mean, they don't
1: run that on like a little Linux desktop. I mean, really? what you want is somebody running you know, you know, large, large numbers, but without much cash.
0: They've got money.
1: That's I what think, I'm saying. They've got money. They don't necessarily yeah. have to be that efficient. But I, I agree, that yeah. does sound like they are very efficient. It's funny, isn't it? You know, it's like a real bragging rights about, oh, my data center is uh, bigger and more yeah. uh, energy efficient than are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it still sucks through an entire <laughs> coal powered fire station, to, uh, power yeah. station, to, to run, yeah. but hey. I want it's to get a smaller back to Coal power, no, yeah.
0: It. Oh well, you know it's interesting that they've um, open sourced that and put it back into the community. And it's quite good because, as you say, it's probably a bit of bragging rights against the old Google because Google are a little bit closed about their yeah. their little data centers. What I liked. Did, did you watch the video at all? No, no, I didn't watch the video. So I watched it last week and. To be honest, I actually thought it was a, um April Fool's joke because somewhere along there they have this sort of engineer saying, well, you know, the way we design these things at Facebook is, you know, it's, it's about the functionality, it's about capability, not about the looks. You know, we call them vanity-free. And I think they were sort of poking fun at uh, probably Apple, I'm guessing, because, you know, if Apple, if they designed a data centre box, I bet it's, still, like you know, milled out of aluminium. It would be, you know, it would be absolutely beautiful to look at, whilst their ones are just these sort of ugly chassis with components thrown in and, and it sort of made me think that um you know the whole this idea of what a data center is now and they just see these little servers they just, just like the whole data center is a component isn't it it's a little bit like those in those days when sun you remember you you know you love sun when sun used to have the data center in a in and not in a show box you know in a um crate great you know, yeah data center in a container, container. Yeah. yeah remember they yeah yeah. They're not cool these days, though, are they? Well, no. Containers are too small. So you know, Facebook's doing the data center is just like this massive building with, and every component is actually just a component of the data center. The servers, nothing. So, so when special. you say
1: open source, was it GPL? LGPL? L- you yeah, know, if I if I create a derivative, um, if I build my own data, center? I think do I have to I think you could contribute contribute back to the I don't know. Well,
0: right? you could um, you could fork it, I'm, I'm sure, oh, and true. create your own kind of derivative just like sort of android or something I might do that and I'll give it a new name just to be well what is that what is that thing called is it just called open facebook data centre or open data Mm -hmm. server thing see they haven't thought about this the branding is actually pretty important even if it's vanity fair Vanity Free, I should oh, say. Oh, Vanity Free. Okay. Vanity Free. So vanity vanity free. Bear, that
1: name's already
0: taken. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, That's never going to work. So anyway, well, yeah, good. We, we could do it. We right. could do it. We might need a few servers to run the Ministry Geek uh, podcast that's in true. the future. That's true, that's true, you know, yeah. In terms of that sort of So have you, uh,
1: you, you had any hands-on with hardware this week? Uh, no. No? No. A uh, Hammer. A no, uh, Hammer? You can count that, no, but I don't, I don't that was anywhere. really not for anything electronic. Right. Yeah, what about you? <laughs> No, not for me. Oh, well, just—I just thought you got your hands on the Nintendo. That was all. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about think? that.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, no, good, good one, good one. Um, yeah, listeners, you would have recorded that last time. I went on a bit of a quest on the opening day or launch day for so the Nintendo Three So this is a, this is follow up 3DS. to your non-review from last week. No, that was a review. That was very much a review, Richard. Oh, it was a review of the box,
1: beyond the packaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah look, I, I do
0: this in layers. This yeah. this podcast—it's like an onion. It is. It's an onion. Yeah. It, a it was a bit like the
1: Onion News, actually. <laughs>
0: This is a deeply layered... This, we're not a superficial podcast, Richard. No, we, we, we start no. on the outer fringes, and then we, we so dive, a teaser, deep, teaser last dive deep into the core. Absolutely, it was a teaser. It was yeah. just really the opening barrage of what I expect to be a multi-part review of the Nintendo 3DS. So last time you'll recall that I, I filled up the box, and, and the box was magnificent. It was great. This time, I went in, and they actually had some in store. <clears throat> and after I had to wait my turn, because some other people were... Um, Were they yeah. younger, younger than you? Uh, no, well, you know, not only probably about, well, less than 10 years right, younger okay. than me. So they weren't like little kids or anything. Kids, okay, right. No, these people had disposable income. Oh, right. We're talking about, what, a $400 yeah, device? It's huge, so it's like dollars it's, it's not cheap. Yeah. Only about 80 or $90 more than a... Um, what's Small the car? DS, <laughs> the DSi or the DSi XL. Oh, okay, yeah. So when you think about it, pretty good value because you're getting a whole third dimension not actually a lot more money that's why I looked so at it
1: so, so 50% more dimensions for just 50 bucks more
0: not, yeah I mean it's that value for okay. money that's better than
1: an iPad 2 because okay. I bet you I bet you, when, when the next version comes out with the fourth dimension that's going to be more than 50 bucks
0: well do you reckon I'll just slap a clock on it or something to give it that fourth dimension yeah, and you true. can like turn the dial back on time true, things, yeah. Yeah. Okay. anyway let, let me tell you about it because yep. I was probably a, a non-believer Richard you know we've talked about 3D and our lack of love for 3D yes in film and in television I'm sold I'm so, this gaming thing, I, I mean, I did not want to vomit. To me, that is like a, a really good thing yeah. when, when doing 3D. So most 3D stuff makes me headachy, makes it's me It's a to strong vomit. test for you as well, you got a pretty weak test. stomach. I had. Yeah. So I was playing on this for at least five minutes, and the guy actually you know, asked for me to give it back to him so he could you know, put it back on display. Yes, yeah, so I got a really good um, bash at it for quite some time. Uh, and there, you know, there were actually a whole bunch of other people around me having a look at it. But um, you know, I played Ridge Racer or Need for Speed, one of these sort of racing games, yep. and that was fantastic. Uh, I, I just had to play around with the interface and the sort of general feel of the device. A lot of it was all rendered in 3D, which you might think was a bit gimmicky, but it was a good gimmicky. Good gimmicky. Good, good gimmicky. It was a gimmicky that makes you kind of go, ooh, you know, I think this could work. I think I could actually learn to like this. Um, so out came the Visa card. No, no, I didn't do that. I no. didn't do that, no. Well, so I can't uh, play with it. Not yet, no. no. Hey, this really cool thing, it's got a camera. Oh it's yeah It's got a camera yeah. And you can take pictures Of things yeah. As you can With cameras Yeah that's good Yeah it's quite They've, got, got, they've nailed that Oh they have They have Um it's quite good, like that. But there was this thing where it took a photo of my face, yeah. and then it rendered it into like the three D orb. Which then, through virtual augmented reality, actually, it bounced my face around the room because it was using the camera in real time. Bounced my three D rendered face around the room, and I was able to shoot my face. Wow! And and it was, I bet you've always wanted to do that. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I can now in three D, uh, and I can
1: see all sorts of applications with this. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, it's probably that's probably why they're flying off the shelves just oh, the application alone yeah and well yeah. it's great it, so, it, yeah. so in terms of the 3D the non glasses 3D did you find that if you moved oh, your head side to side that you got much yeah, of a
0: um, you, you can't move your head far to the left or right so I think yeah. that's called lenticular 3D I haven't yeah. researched that and really don't care uh, That that's probably the most impressive thing like you know you go to the movies you put on those gawky glasses Yeah. here you know I, I wear gawky glasses all the time anyway yeah. so I don't really need to put on gawky glasses but the, the 3D effect is fantastic, and you you do you know you, you're going to be looking at this thing f- straight on anyway. Yeah. So anyone looking from the left or the right, say you're on a bus or a train or you know yeah. form of public transport, or you're doing this down the street, um, they aren't going to see much. You know, it's going to look a bit blurry. Yeah. And they're not mm-hmm. going to understand it. But you, right in that sweet spot, uh, mm-hmm. it was very impressive how well rendered, how dimensional, and how how much volume and depth there was to the right. 3D experience. Uh, I wonder what it, if they could actually do uh, movies actually yeah. you know if yeah. the battery power on this thing apparently sucks a bit as in it 's not very good, and he sort of yeah. said it said only about three or four hours uh if you turn off the three d turn off the wi fi turn down the um light, you can probably get you know maybe
1: seven eight hours and comp- uh, yeah comparing to other Nintendo devices which where perhaps they've, they've focused on the uh unique attributes of the device as opposed to its graphical capability so are oh, the graphics yeah. are a bit naff? Oh no! I think they're about as good as they the
0: the, the PSP uh, or the, yeah. from what I could gather. I mean, I was so enthralled by the three dimensions, Richard, that I right. really, I was really captivated. So it was like three dimensional pong, you know? Like, yeah. yeah wow. Oh, you know what'd be a really cool thing they could do is if they could like create the Princess Leia hologram. I mean, that'd be cool if they just did that one little clip as a little applet or something, or or you yeah. buy it and all it does is like it projects Princess Leia onto your three DS. That would be so cool. And, you know, whoever bending down, putting something into art. I don't want to hear about your, <laughs> your sexual fantasies. <laughs> no, 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 I, just, no I, just, I just, oh, boy, I'd buy that.
1: I bet you. I bet yeah. that would be enough for you. you yeah. Can, you you can yeah. one of that. It's See, quite it, interesting because yeah. what I find with games machines is, you know, there's a little bit, oh, lots of things with these things, but there's a real hype cycle around the purchase. So um, the thing that happened around Christmas time was I had a couple of friends who was like, oh, man, we've got Connect. Oh, we've yeah. We've got the Microsoft Connect. Yeah, these yeah. are the best things ever. Oh, my goodness. Changing our lives. We're loving it. We're playing it yeah. every day. And then you come back about now, and I'm going, still playing with it? And they're like, ah, you know, nah, not so much. Are they gamers? No, and that was the thing. They, you know, well, some, they, they, yeah. they're on the edge of gamers, right? So, but it was one of those things, once you get past that novelty factor, it's, like, it's back to being yeah. you know, just another device. There's a new input, to, new input to that device, but it's still the same crappy games you had before. I find that with like newsreader apps. I know, I know yeah, this is complete... Uh, I'm like not a, sure I get into a hype cycle of <laughs> newsreader Well,
0: I, I get quite excited about new sort of reader apps. Like, there was Zite. Um, there's another one that I downloaded the other day. And, and you know, oh, yeah, you know, these are competitors. things like Flipboard or Reader or whatever. And I get kind of subtly excited for a moment. But then it's the same old news, just in a slightly different format. Yep. And they bring in some other crap content that I'm not interested in. And you're right, I, I kind of get excited for that day or two. And then it's like, oh, I go back to reading... You know, looking at news through just a standard RSS reader, and, and you get back to your old habits.
1: That's true. It's a, a sort of
0: habitual way of...
1: of I do that. I go back and forth between Flipboard and uh, RSS feeder. Yeah. Because RSS, I typically get feeds I'm interested in, uh, yes. whereas Flipboard's kind of cute, and I can't when enjoy Well,
0: Flipboard, it. I get feeds of things that other people find interesting that I'm generally not interested off in. Twitter. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I never actually you know, look through, at the Twitter. I never look or at the Facebook. Twi- I never like, look at the Twitter feed. Like if you know. I was
0: that interested in what you guys had to say, I might have actually asked you. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, I, I'm not. Very, I'm but anti sexual You're a pull. You're a pull I'm, person. You don't want to push. You don't want stuff pushed to you. I
0: don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't really care too much about other people's opinions. For that's why you don't
1: subscribe to my Twitter Twitter feed. I will if you tell me what there's, it is. There's nothing on there. Well, well, yeah, and I, <laughs> I hardly
0: ever stay stuff as well because yeah. I think. Um, I sort of think you know if you want to know what's going on, they'll listen to the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And if not, um, then they won't. So yeah. So anyway, 3ds. Uh, my start. recommendation. I would. I would recommend it. Okay. It gets my highest recommendation.
1: Well, even the fact that you spent that long talking about it compared to your iPad 2 uh, review last week, which was like, yeah, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, more of the same. It was okay, yeah. yeah. So
0: cool. hey, uh, you been hotspotting at all since you upgraded your um, iOS <sighs> on your phone, Richard? Uh, look. I'd say that's kind of an kind of a cheeky You want to way. take the piss out of me here, don't you? Cause, um, so I upgraded
1: because I'm kind of keen on the Hotspot concept. It's um, awesome, man. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but apparently my phone is not compatible with my phone. So oh, isn't what, it? And, and it's one of those, um, you know, again, just, you know, when the original iPhone, sorry, the the, the 4 OS came out. Yeah. Yeah, it up the 3. Yeah, and completely the 3G. screwed it right. up, right. didn't it? But yeah. 3GS, you know, it was fast enough to not care. But slowly, Apple is slowly degrading that performance as well. So I'm starting to see... It's a bit laggy. It's starting yeah. to get a bit laggy, but like the three, three, and three G people. You know what about. I so dread? I would yeah. not rush to upgrade to four point oh three <laughs> if you're a three Gs. Uh, you know what
0: I dread? I dread the
1: coming of iOS five. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I'll, I'll be ready to upgrade at that point, and I'll be I'll be laughing at you. Yeah, yeah, and I'll be like, well, I might not do the upgrade. I yeah. will wait.
0: Well, what? There's nothing more that I want. What more do I want? And you, it makes phone calls. Oh, There'll be a new reader
1: app, and it won't be compatible with the
0: old uh, iPhone four. <laughs> I won't need it I want to as I've said I'm going to stay put on this thing no you won't I'm going to stay put for a couple of years and with my single well what core, kind of geek are
1: you well I'm going to have well, to replace you I'm I'm an, I'm an environmentally friendly geek Richard <laughs> I yeah, I'm sitting in here in front of like two enormous <laughs> screens beaming heat at me I'm sure you're not an environmentally friendly well,
0: geek well yeah true yeah, well, look that's got an LED I think that's LED uh, backlighting not um, fluorescent so that's
1: more energy efficient you're right there's hardly any actually there isn't
0: that much no no the the thing's pretty energy efficient the Mac Pro under the desk however (laughs) is um is culling the planet and it's
1: uh, consuming fossil fuels at an enormous rate which brings us on to electric cars so around Wellington well I guess we're talking about energy you know so so for a while there's been the Courier Post electric car that's been racing around town it's uh I was going to say it's a 1.3 litre, but that's ridiculous, isn't it? It's like, a, it's I, like a, I know nothing of this,
0: Richard. Okay, so
1: Courier Post have got an electric car that runs right. around town. It's about the size of a smart car. Maybe slightly right. bigger, like a stretch smart car, if that makes right. any sense. a smart so, limo. So pretty small, pretty small, just enough room yeah. for the driver and presumably some post. Um, yep. It's pretty zippy and brand, yeah, it's pretty quiet. So, um, so that was that was like okay. So that's kind of a bit of promotion. It's got you know electric car written all over it. So there's no way you could possibly not notice the fact that it's an electric car. I've, I've uh, never noticed that and the fact that it's that the fact that it's not a van. Obviously, And right. most courier post things come with vans because vans are yeah. good for delivering parcels. Do you, and do you know what brand this thing like like is? I
0: don't which, actually. Which automotive manufacturer? I not made this beast.
1: No. Yeah. No. Has it got a lot of publicity, though, in the news? No, I no, it hasn't got a lot of publicity in the news. So I just see it around town. But yeah. but what kind of was was quite interesting was I walked past the Shell station on the corner of um, Whitmore and uh, Featherston Street, so downtown Wellington. Yes. And CVD? they've now got an electric charging station. You're kidding me. Could so I charge my iPhone off it? Uh, yes. I think it might not be the best for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I was, I was just it. kind of impressed, because it's, oh, it's always that problem, isn't it? Really? How do you get people to adopt a particular <clears throat> technology of the if the you know the the facilities to recharge it it's like the whole hydrogen debate right which was like yeah you know you needed to have hydrogen stations in order for cars to run hydrogen and you know which one comes first because yep. energy companies you know they don't really want to you know invest in these things until there's a demand like any yeah. any retailer would well, fair enough. um what wasn't particularly clear to me was how it kind of works how long do you have to spend there oh probably maybe an hour or two i mean what it depends on the voltage i think as well and presumably yeah. I, I didn't as i say i did not quite enough tension to determine... I presume it's a cable-based system that you plug in some sort of cable. Might be As, opposed, as opposed to inductive. In which case, <laughs> was not think, inductive, I, was thinking I just crashed into it. I was thinking yeah. if it was inductive. You know, if I had the right technology, I'd just be able to walk over it and it would charge everything I had like in an <laughs> instant because it would be like some pretty, It'd pretty powerful... High, yeah.
0: uh, It'd be pretty high voltage, I think. If, I mean, 240 volts in New Zealand, isn't yeah. it, right? So, but uh, if I've got to park there for more than five minutes, surely the
1: whole retailing model just collapses.
0: What if they built those kinds of charges into all the... Um, car parks, you know, we, um, and the parking meters. And so if you park next to the parking meter, you're not only fed it with... Um, well, you know, paid enough for electricity. Well, you have. You, yeah. I mean, you're paying for the time as well as the electricity. That's true. And then we could... And it would be built through some kind of near-field communication kind of device, either you, you some card or a, or an iPhone or something like that or a smartphone of some sort. Yeah, well, it'll well, be it, through it, text messaging. Yeah, yeah <laughs> there, there, there's a lot of promise. I'm surprised that our our city council is actually so regressive, Richard, that they would build a single... Uh, seriously, well, there's only one know. of these you've seen in the whole yeah, city. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it's that, the only one I've seen. So the, I wonder what the range of It's quite, they're quite anonymous,
1: though. Yeah. Yeah. The, sorry, the actual charging station. You know, it doesn't really stand out other than yeah. kind of a little sign that says, this is the Shell Electric Vehicle right. Charging Station. Because there's no I, real pump, right? There's yeah, no, no... There's no. just a... Are yeah.
0: there any other vehicles that you can charge off one of these things? And um, you can't charge a Prius, right? You don't charge. No,
1: a Internally charge from their. Um, yeah, in fact, they don't the like motor. being charged, do they? No. All right. They're one of those ones where they don't want the battery to be run down. Are uh, they
0: nickel batteries? I don't or know. Lithium ion. No, I'm pretty sure they're not metal nitrate.
1: hydride. Yeah, metal hydride.
0: Right. I thought no, nickel metal hydride are okay to be run down, aren't they?
1: I don't know. That's my understanding is that you can't mm. you can't just take a plug-in you can't take a hybrid vehicle and make it a plug-in vehicle. Where you try uh, and run it right. all the time off right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, it's always charging. Not, yep. Yeah, they're not designed to be oh. like that, so.
0: Hey you got your hexadecimal wrong. Uh just a bit of oh, follow-up. I knew, like, I, had from when I, last I, knew
1: I when I said it I thought oh, just, boy. That, that's not the way you your, do it. Your gets. decimal to hex
0: conversion is is uh, it's tyranny, Richard. Um you got the sixteen as F correct and then you had a, wanted to add one yeah and, and you made
1: it F one. Which is yeah, not, clearly not, is it? No, but it like, sounds cool. That's treating that's like treating uh, hexadecimal like an alphabetical system, is it? Yeah, like you
0: that, just so. concatenate.
1: So, so uh, I could it would I be could, one, well, one.
0: I could blow you away. Like. It would be one one. One one. Well actually one of our listeners um, posted on the uh, yeah. a comment and he got it or she got it right. Right. I'm I'm actually gonna bet it's
1: a he I think i I I'm surprised. I'm surprised our listeners are smarter than us. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure all of our listeners are than us. Yeah, collectively. Collectively, yeah. Collectively, you know. Collective so, things. You know, Actually,
0: so. we're, we're collectively we're quite smart too. I think. Yeah. Um, sometimes I want. Can I go for a bit of rant about energy? Yeah, yeah go for it. About, because right. um, I think I mentioned a, a few podcasts ago. I've been quite interested in nuclear power and nuclear energy because of the whole Fukushima. Um, you know. Reactor problem. And and somebody's and, and got to generate out.
1: electricity for these electric cars, so nuclear well, could yeah. be a way to go. What well, no, safe. No,
0: I mean i have doing a lot of research looking into different forms of um, nuclear power. Uh, I watched this um, a talk that Bill Gates gave about a type of reactor that he's uh, trying to get behind. You know, he's yeah. got a lot of money. He's got a lot of money. He's investing in stuff. He's got a long view on the world, yeah. and he's trying to do good with his money that he made through selling you windows, Richard. Uh, so you know that that windows... so
1: that money in a in a uranium miner? <laughs> no, well
0: all? hey, there's a uh, form of re- uh, nuclear fission reactor called a traveling wave reactor, and the best part about it, well one of the best parts about it, is that it actually chews through, burns up, um, nuclear spent nuclear fuel. So all those um, you know canisters of dumped nuclear fuel out of the existing fission reactors can actually power these things probably for the next 500 years. And I'm not not exaggerating. They would actually build this reactor and they basically bury it in the ground. It's all self contained. It's loaded up with um, fuel. They don't ever have to refuel it. So, you know, part of the problems with existing reactors is you always have to get rid of the spent fuel, put in new fuel. And that's, you know, it's quite dangerous. And that's part of the problem with the Fukushima thing because they had these pools where they had to cool the fuel rods. These traveling uh, wave reactors, they just build them, they seal them up, they dump them in the ground somewhere. And then they just go for twenty years, and you can you know power the grid. You know
1: they can probably generate like it, sounds, a lot of it Sounds like a like a really high tech firework. Yeah, that's kind you know, of it's like yeah. You set fire to it, yeah, and yeah, and you you can, just let it go. Yeah, and if and you it's don't want it anymore, it's like well, you just use the power up.
0: Really, you know, you you use it to charge batteries and stuff.
1: Uh, so, would you build one in
0: Wellington? Oh, well, Is see, it good across fault lines? You know, Is I'm really keen on nuclear power, but there's still something about it that scares me a little bit. That, right. and, I, and I'm a pretty rational person. I've looked in some of the science and engineering behind this, and I'm pretty convinced um, that this stuff would probably work because other smart people think it works. But, you know, if you said, would you be happy to have it buried 100 metres beneath your house? I'd be like, ooh, maybe not. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even be happy if it was underneath your house, Richard, and no, you're a fair of, distance no, from me. You know. Yeah. But I think if it went supercritical, then I, I would probably be caught in the fallout of that. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but, you know, we're in, a, we're in a highly seismically active zone, so I, I don't even think it's a good so idea I, to put this in New I,
1: Zealand. I'm thinking that the, the existing energy companies are probably in the best position to exploit this because presumably it will require some, some deep-sea skills to, to, to retrieve all those canisters we throw over the side. Well,
0: a lot of them aren't actually buried in the ocean, unfortunately. A lot of them in the United States are just in you know stored Municipal outside. Dumps. Well, uh, yeah, you can yeah. see pictures of them, and they've got thousands of these canisters. They use, Well, um, it sounds really good. Yeah. Why
1: don't they just do it? Why well, because they it? haven't... Um, Does it not work? Well,
0: no, they've only done computer simulations of it so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think you should... Oh, okay. I don't think that should worry anybody because computer simulations are highly uh, sophisticated and accurate. And presumably they're running Windows 7, these... Because um, uh, yeah. there's this huge, massive um, Xeon Blade cluster... Apparently, that's been running, um, yeah, compute simulations on these traveling wave reactors, yeah. and they reckon they might take about a billion dollars or something, which actually isn't a lot of money, really, in the grand scheme yeah. scheme of things. And about ten years, a, you can to, rebuild a tenth of Cross, you yeah, right? Ten years to, um he reckons. Bill Gates, I watch his talk. You know, he's a smart man, Did i mention he's a smart man who's got yes. a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, he reckons you know if we don't sort out our energy problems by 2050 then, you know, we're in trouble. We've got to get to zero carbon emissions by 2050.
1: Yeah. And well, let's get on with it.
0: We have to, man. We have to because there ain't enough renewable and sustainable forms of power. Wow. Like, like you know, those spinny blade things and, le- and photovoltaic and all that kind of stuff. Ain't enough. We need nuclear power for the energy density. Not that I'm a pro-nuclear kind of guy. I'm well, not right, I saw this thing today. Yeah. Energy,
1: you know, well, a couple of days ago, energy crisis over. Mate, they, they reckon there will be 250 years of gas. Really, yeah. but but
0: we don't want to burn gas in fossil fuels, Richard. There's poison in the planet.
1: I don't think I, I've like got, I've got like a gas heater and stuff, so you know I'm, I'm wedded to that technology. Yeah, it's not sustainable. I no, I, I am too. I admit
0: am. it, and I'm using electric, hey, and I'm you know, sure the electricity is coming from a coal fire, you know, plant.
1: I was uh, I was reading about now. Um, mm-hmm. I Can't remember what the company's name is, but they're building one of these—you know—one of these big solar arrays out in the desert. Oh, like photovoltaic. Uh, fol- yeah, we're photo- that, we're was it like, thermal
0: one, all... solar thermal, or was no, it photovoltaic? I don't know. Like it. no,
1: it's definitely got all the mirrors, right? So I'm not oh, quite sure I what they do with. I uh, think they... it's solar thermal, so it yeah, heats. Yeah, Solar thermal, yeah. Yeah, that's and, and, cool. and what was what was quite funny yeah. about it was they were going. You know, ours is more environmentally friendly than others, and I was like, right. oh, okay, well, how? Well, because yeah. they didn't raise the entire desert. They just <laughs> raised a little part of the, the strips where they were actually going to put mirrors, right. but the bits between the mirrors—they oh, are they're left, left, left for the animals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's
0: the problem, right? Because you need a lot oh, of yeah, land. Yeah, you've space got to destroy for, some serious chunks of desert
1: for, for that stuff. But America's for, got some pretty serious chunks of desert, so uh, that's probably
0: okay. I was listening to this uh, audio book that's by this uh, environmentalist guy, and he reckons that uh, he was talking to another environmentalist guy. And he reckons if we took the whole of Australia and and, and just you know just wiped it off, basically wiped everything off the surface of Australia and laid down lots of... That would be quite environmentally um, friendly. hear me me out. It's only Australia, I'm not talking about the rest of the world. It's it's just Australia, one country, one continent. I mean, you know, there's a price to pay for the world's um, energy problems. Basically, wiped the whole um, country, whacked down a whole bunch of nuclear power plants, whacked down a whole bunch of uh, windmills, um, these solar thermal generators, photovoltaic, um, you know, cells... And basically, that that would probably be just enough to generate the 16, 17 terawatts of power that we need to, to run the planet, uh, and, and that w- thereby reduce our um, fossil fuel requirements. Yeah. So I'm really I'm asking this on behalf of the whole planet to our Australian listeners uh that you, you, know, you make to... that sacrifice because <laughs> hey we would we would
1: but we're not big we, enough
0: no we're not, we're not it's not we, we don't have the density we yeah. don't have the land density. Sorry. i'm
1: sorry yeah sorry i'm
0: really sorry i mean we would do that in a minute but if you could do that and then also maybe, you about tasmania though uh, they probably need to, tasmania's probably like that that shipping point you need, point you need a control room from. though you need somewhere to control, control. From. oh you're right you're putting yeah We'll, we'll take Austra- uh, Tasmania and make it part of the New Zealand island. So it's going to be
1: like a West Island. You know. Yeah, yeah,
0: we'll make that part. Of and then and then the rest of Australia could just be this kind of uh, global power plant. I don't think they'll have, sort, have sorted out the transmission issues because, you know, you need a lot of wires. Yeah. So we're going to need it's a just pretty big cable back to New Zealand. batteries and stuff. Wow, well, that's a problem. You know, hydrogen. Battery powers. What do you mean?
1: Well, you, you, electri- you use the electricity you generate to, yeah. to convert water to hydrogen and then you transport the hydrogen and burn it somewhere else. Because it's a clean, clean boat. It's
0: clean, but so how do you transport it though around uh, the world? Ship.
1: <laughs> right, which uses what? Hydrogen. Ah, self-fueling. Well, that's—I mean, the natural gas carriers. That's what they do. They—they they siphon off a little bit of the natural gas they're carrying to run the to run the engines. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. It sounds, yeah. it sounds plausible.
0: Well, yeah, sounds plausible. While they're at it, if this is not could, Mythbusters, you know. No, no. <laughs> we're Mythmakers. Well, at the same time, if we do that to Australia, I'd appreciate if we could siphon off some of their bandwidth as well. Yeah, I mean, they're because, not going need it. No, and our ultra fast forward band's not really happening by the sounds of it again anyway, I think we that 's good I, i'm glad we 've got this really good environmental streak to this podcast now richard we 're yeah. talking about the really big issues of the planet, not just about gig ge- gadgets. It's
1: true It's true so let 's talk about i mean you yeah, know we talk about cars yeah. and yeah, we've talked about energy so let's talk about this this uh, this thing that they they 're doing in the u k which is uh, where they've taken nanotechnology, which, you know, nanotechnology is going to be big, but then it can't be big because it's nano, nano. so it's one of those awkward no. things. But um, <laughs> You're right. so they've managed to to create this, using this nanotechnology, create these essentially these balls of hydrogen, little hydrogen encapsulated in little balls that enable them to essentially uh, pour hydrogen as a, as a liquid, as if it's like gasoline. And so wow. the advantage of that is that they, what, what they're saying is essentially like, if you could treat it like gasoline then all the existing infrastructure and all the way in which you're used to consuming your energy could be the same use, right. so you could still go into a gas station and you could still essentially recharge your car With, in two or three minutes right um as opposed to sitting in a charging station for an hour which yeah you hours when you got yeah. kids in the back it's always really awkward yeah um and then so the idea was that essentially uh as it as it burned this this fuel the balls uh, the spent balls would be captured and so when you were putting the fuel in, you'd be sucking the these, these little wow. nanosphere balls out and, they'd be, and there'd be like this full recycling going on.
0: And and, the, and it, would, it wouldn't would reuse the... I mean, just reuse the pumping state. Why would you do that, though? I mean, because you can't retrofit your car. Yeah, you apparently can. No, that doesn't sound feasible. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm just... Well, if you want a completely uninformed <laughs> opinion. <laughs> no, you're telling me they can re- completely retrofit the entire supply chain for, for petrol and diesel and you know it would just be another pump It would just be another
1: pump 98 91 hydrogen, hydrogen. <laughs> yeah premium <laughs> electric electric. You know, electric please make sure you turn off the lights before you yeah the, yeah
0: oh well this is fascinating so that's pretty well, cool. are they What's doing so this like, just so to, you know it's one of those Yeah, you
1: know, a computer simulation no, no no they've actually got some real stuff and, and so they're, right. they're, they're still looking at whether it's you know commercially viable but it sounds quite exciting but then you're still back to this old problem which is how do you get hydrogen well, you, you've got to put a lot of the energy to. You got to put a whole bunch of energy in, which yeah, means yeah. you have got to burn some coal. Damn it! Or we got to have a whatever your short wave, long wave, traveling, nuclear wave, ra- traveling wave reactor. Nuclear is the way to go, guys. I don't know about how to make nuclear power cars
0: though and stuff. I don't, I don't think they've sorted that out. But they've got the whole we can run the electric grid thing. But it's the how do we get about? We probably will still need we need yeah, we need these electric cars or hydrogen cars, Richard. Yeah, we need them. We need them now. We need them now. Yeah. Like, I've saw. They had hydrogen cars in that uh, film Quantum of Solace, that James Bond film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that was just
1: a proof of concept. It was an advertising marketing thing. Yeah. But, I know, have a theory I about the Quantum of Solace that it was actually a film all about hydrogen, and hydrogen came from water, And but the, the plot got so complicated they decided it was just going to be about water. drinking water. water. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of And then it made out, no it? sense at all. Yeah, but. <laughs> but that's James Bond. You don't expect it to make any sense. So. Had a good car chase at the beginning. That's true.
0: Yeah. That's true. Oh, hey, I want to show you this. Uh, this thing I ripped out of a magazine, Richard. <clears throat> it's a uh, it's a gadget page from the surprisingly it's the in e New Zealand and flight magazine. Right. Very good. Yeah, I don't fly very often, but someone else um, had one. I was browsing through it. They got this awesome watch, um, which is the ultimate accessory for Aston Martin owners. I'm into this because you mentioned James Bond, uh, Well, someone did anyway, and it's. Um, it's a watch which you use to basically open your car So it's got this kind of sapphire crystal on the front And obviously it kind of, you know, pressing it Transmits some kind of message to your car Wow! The, the thing's worth £15,000 So I suppose if you own a Nesta Martin DB9 Do you, do you or have whatever, to get one? Can you choose to just uh, get a key instead? I don't know actually, it doesn't really say It'd be pretty, I mean if you didn't really wear watches It could be a bit of a problem Really, You know, I,
1: I'm looking at it, it's almost nice But just slightly naff well, yeah,
0: it's pretty fancy, but I mean, if you own a Dass and Martin, you're pretty much naff anyway, aren't you? Oh, and I'm sorry to. Oh! You, I don't, well,
1: no. Oh, no. this thing below it, which is it's a free ride escape cycle, that's, that's quite cool. I, I actually thought they looked like some pretty high tech handcuffs. Yeah, and that It's really a bit really
0: hard to, and I'll see if I can find it. There is a, a link, so I'll try and put that into the uh, show notes. But yeah, I, the, the other thing the link to this piece of paper? Well, no. To, <laughs>
1: that would be oh, then, like, I'm with you. I could yeah. digitise the paper, yeah. put
0: it on, well, on, on, on the interwebs. Link to it, okay. No, no, that, um, that free rider skate cycle, which I can't for the life of me figure out how I'd put my feet into it and stay upright on that. Now, I know I'm not a young person, so I'm probably not, not hip enough to ride one of those things. It looks so awesome, but I've got no idea how you'd actually ride it. Yeah, well, um, I guess
1: you just sort of lean forward and, and therefore you, well, just stabilise your center. It
0: literally looks like a, um, two circles connected by a, a, a central bar, and somehow you have to keep your feet inside the circles, which are the wheels out of like I, we'll have to put kind it a crazy here. thing
1: you expect Dyson to have yeah exactly actually yeah, looks like one of those Dyson yeah.
0: things yeah oh so um I, hey you uh, told me you managed to get your apple TV Where, yeah you? so um, I, w- I want to hear about that because I'm um so this I'm, was the Airplay. thats what instead of this buying is, a 3ds I was actually tempted into buying an apple TV yeah I so, so, I,
1: so I did the upgrade I did yeah. um so I upgraded my iPad to 4.0. Four point three or whatever four point two, whatever, whatever yeah. I needed. Um, and I upgraded. So just so the problem I had of well, one of the problems I have is I have actually no videos on my iPad. Um, and so what I thought was, oh, I want to use the, the air server. So AirPlay? AirPlay, No, AirServer. server. Air server, video AirServer, server, air video server. Air video, yeah. On oh, the little well. app, the app. Yeah, the little app you can buy. Why do so, you just use So Airplay? historically with with four point two oh, yeah. apparently, um, Apple uh, closed the API. So the only way that you could actually do streaming video was was either strictly off the iPad iTunes, or via iTunes. iTunes yeah. um, and then apparently with four point three they were a bit more generous and allowed third parties mm, to yeah. to plug into the API. So yeah, so more or less, you know, I you know, so I had to upgrade the the video server, and so it streams down. It's it's playing in the you know in the inbuilt player that that comes on with, the iPad on the yeah. iPad, and, and then you yeah, you, it. you basically say off you go, and so that then. You know, you choose where you want it to go, and you know, if you get it wrong, I, first of all, I sent it off to my um, mm. my uh, Airport Express, and so that meant the sound went, but no picture, so that was a bit useless. No. No. Uh, so I brought it back, and then I sent it off to my Apple TV, and then yeah, yeah. It, it, it happily came up, and you could control it on the iPad, but like you know, when you use the remote application, right. or you could control it using your Apple TV remote, um, and then um, so once it's playing, it's
0: it's kind of like a it's kind of like a disembodied spirit that you're. Flicking about the place, I isn't it? I'm feeling slightly. Off I'd like to this. flick
1: though. It's uh, it's a press. You press a button. It's not it a goes, flick. I'd like to flick. And yeah, I like of, to kind flick. Kind of call too. it a flick. Yeah, and it, and it kind of you know based on you, you told it where your iPod was in your house, and it oh you know the Apple TV was yeah. in your house, and it knew that if I flicked in that direction, I want it to go to ah, And if you flicked, cool. it went to the neighbours and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it's not what it does.
0: I'm a bit worried that some people might think that. We're, these things are like digital spirits that you're redirecting because when you move it to the apple tv it then sounds like it's it inhabits the apple tv and you're able to control it through the apple tv so you don't have to use your ipad to control it now what i want to understand because and i've never really looked into this in much detail is the thing literally streaming to the ipad from wherever it we um, you're playing it from, say your computer, yeah, streaming to your iPad, and your iPad is acting as a relay station back to your Apple TV. That's my understanding. Does it, see, that really bugs the crap out of me? Why is it? Because it seems redundant. Why I've now got this my my iPad kind of acting as a relay station. I've got like uh, two sets of Wi-Fi communications kind of going on with streaming. Yeah. Um, I've got my iPad on. It's like consuming CPU cycles. And, and it just bugs me that it's doing stuff when I don't actually need it to. Why can't I can't I get it to just get it directly from the
1: computer, from yeah. the server?
0: I, and does that not bug you?
1: Yeah, I, I I I'm pretty sure I promised to test this for you, didn't I? And I don't think I, I don't think I actually did. Because my understanding was was that yes, it acts as a relay, but the thing is about the Apple T V is it's got such an enormous buffer that it just it just ah. takes the entire stream and within So I, I I played a movie through it and within about Six or seven minutes. It had, it had streamed the whole lot. So, so how, how big's big the movie file? For one point five okay, gig so or something.
0: One and a half two gig. You reckon it could um, stream that much data in a couple of minutes? Six seven minutes, um, yeah, seven yeah seven okay. it's yeah, seven
1: probably seven, feasible. Eleven in, yeah. And yeah. Certain, certainly at that point, I, I turned mm-hmm. off the Wi-Fi so that the iPad was no longer available. Oh, and it, it happily get playing. Did, oh. So, what I didn't, what I didn't uh, yeah. test was whether, you know, at that point where it started to stream, if I immediately turned off the iPad. Yeah, wifi. what happens? I'll I, do, I that. Sort of I'll see do that. I'll, I'll post, I, it the, I, post it on the post it on the okay blog. I, I want it, to, you know, just because I want it doesn't
0: mean anyone's going to do it. But I want it to kind of like do a handover, kind of you know, you know, transition thing. It's like, hey um apple tv meet the video stream from the computer it's hard, it's hard to imagine that would work
1: because no. at the end of the day you know there's there's some security stuff going on between you know my ipad and that particular particular proprietary server.
0: security with apple yeah. well no th- well <laughs> no this is a third party app you're right there's All right. less security there. the so security. yeah
1: i would have said that, that it would have to go via that app for it to be successful but hey right. you know, i'll give it a go yeah
0: wouldn't it be nicer just to be able to turn on the Apple TV and connect back to your, your video server running on your on your computer and see the stuff and run Well, it no,
1: because the problem with the Apple TV is it, it's a little bit constrained by being remotely controlled. So it's got a, you know, instead of the touch interface right, and all it's the, got the ability to here. do search through your libraries and stuff like that, it, you've got the left, right, up, down, and oh, out yeah, controls. And so... In many ways, it's quite nice to bring it up on the iPad and go. I oh, don't know where was I up to. You know, right. do do the high speed scrubbing, find where you're up to, and go. Okay, I want to play that, and away you go. Oh, so okay. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not like it. You couldn't live without it. I'm not saying that the Apple yeah. TV's not. But actually, one of the things I find with the Apple TV, um, taking like for example music, your music collection quite often very large, yeah. lots and lots of songs. It hasn't got a particularly efficient interface to get through those songs. You just yeah. start at A and you scroll, scroll down, through. and it, it's well, really fast scrolling. But, you on know, the Apple TV on the right, Apple TV but if you do iPad it, app it's yeah, quite fast yeah you've got so all the all the advantages it. of all the widgets so yeah, 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 yeah. again it's a much more efficient oh, maybe that's
0: what they had imagined for us these Apple designs well that's why
1: I think in some ways you know the original AirPlay was perhaps the more compelling of the two the, right. the original audio AirPlay whereas the video one it's like well my is not quite so big but I I have to say that um, you know I I've always, you know, there's the remote application you can get to control the Apple TV. And I've always found that a little bit bit buggy and and stuff. Whereas I found that this was quite, you know, relatively easy to use. And because I was, you know, interacting in the video playing environment and then sending it off once, I was happy with that as opposed to simulating all the stuff. So, yeah, Yeah. very good.
0: Um, Now, you can just, if you had these videos in iTunes, wouldn't they not just show up on your Apple TV anyway? So why are you
1: using the third party thing for? Um, because these particular videos oh, they're not MP4? in non-MP4 and actually some of these things I don't necessarily want in iTunes, iTunes.
0: okay yeah yeah iTunes I manage agree. music
1: on iTunes I don't tend to mu- manage it's my it's a pretty dumb name really when you think about it isn't it yeah what would they call it what would they?
0: I bet, the, bet they're scratching their heads trying to figure out what to what I- to call iMedia but that sounds dumb it's too it's pretty neph, doesn't it yeah I, I think so we'll I thought it was
1: good yeah, okay so buy
0: yours today uh, well, works with the iPad one yeah I, I, might Well, they're pretty
1: cheap you better come over and have a look it's pretty cool okay I'll do that give me an excuse actually no in all fairness it's a bit like the iPad 2 it just works like what you expect it to do and uh, yeah but i am not i
0: am not seen it in action what, and I'm
1: sure it is good what I thought was quite funny is at one point um, if it can't if, if there's no servers available on, on the um, on the network it yeah. just doesn't display that option and so I thought it was broken I was like oh because I I was like, oh, where's the icon gone for airplane? I realised what happened is the apple TV Fed turned itself off. Ah. Oh. Gone to sleep, save the planet. See, See it is yeah, like... saving the planet. Yeah, it's my, uh, ruining it, my experience.
0: it's like this sentient creature yeah. that knows what it's doing and yeah. it's behaving all oh, on its own. It's the ghost you... in the
1: machine. All right. Hey, I think we've... Uh...
0: Oh, we want to talk about that? We go I, I think we want to and we'll finish up with that because okay. I've had my, my moment of, you know, sadness about Stargate Universe and m- missing out on um, seeing Starbuck uh, and and might I add that she, Katie Sackhoff might not come back to New Zealand ever again and I might have missed my only chance true, in, in my entire life to meet Starbuck from Battlestar back to go did I mention that small I was sad for, about that small price to pay for, for, <laughs> for what you did from a family well, well, you know. oh yeah I so, that, spend time so with a with small child to
1: learn to swim well, so I was going to talk about Tim Tim t- 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 <laughs> Tim Tim <tams? laughs> See, I misspelled it when I typed on the computer. And now I said Tim Tim. Yeah. It's t- Tintin. Um, so this was a this was a story. I like, you know hopefully I get this right. It was out of um, stuff. So you know, actually, always a bit. Is that local. This is, anyway, a local uh, news. This is yeah. like when you um, so they were talking about uh, so Nick Frost and Simon Pegg were in the country. Yes, and they yes. were visiting visiting you know, the post production facilities oh. for Tintin. Widow workshop uh, here our, here in New Zealand. Yeah, exactly. And so the reporter the reporter was kind of out the Exactly. Geeks, geeks yeah exactly um, uh the yeah. reporter asked them, you know you know or suggested maybe they were here to shoot some scenes because because tintin was uh, one of those you know live caption yeah yeah, you know, yeah mo-ca- 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 motion capture uh, yeah, yeah. um and they sort of asked well are you here to shoot some you know some scenes that need doing this and apparently the, the 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 guy you know was doing the post-production said oh well actually we did have to shoot some more scenes but we just did them with new zealand people because you because because you couldn't tell the difference and they yeah. said oh so they just here to record the voice and they said well honestly we use New Zealand actors to do that as well, and then we just fixed it in the sound mix. Are you Are kidding me? Apparently they've got some software that can just, you know, make somebody else's voice sound exactly like... What? So in some ways you don't you don't need the stars. You could just sort of, like, you know, it's a bit like licensing somebody's DNA. You could just license... Bloody overpaid anyway. License their yeah. bite, and, yeah. you know, they don't have to do anything.
0: Seriously? Yeah. So I wonder if they They could spend their whole like...
1: time just doing promotional tours mm. instead of actually having to be in films. Mm.
0: Now, ask me this, Richard, because I... Was you know I've read a lot of the Tintin books. Yeah, like most geeks. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Tintin book? By the way. Oh, I
1: don't have a favorite one. No.
0: My. Can I tell you my favorite too? Because I'm going to tell <laughs> okay. you anyway. Actually, I've got three. The 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 two where they go to the moon. There's destination yeah. destination moon or moon destination destination moon and and I don't know what the one, I don't know if that's the one where they actually get to the moon right. or the one prior to them getting to the moon. But there's there's two of them that's got that really cool red spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're two of my favourites and then there's one I think it's Flight oh jeez 451 I, I can't even remember um, and they got this jet plane and they land it on this island and they got this kind of makeshift um, landing strip that they've made yeah. really cool yeah. anyway they're my, my, my favourite three uh, and where I was getting to right uh, they play those twins right the, is it Thompson twins that's oh, right Mr yep. Thompson Mr. Yep. now my recollection of the comic books is that they look that they were identical twins that's right Uh, so you're saying one
1: of them could play could have played the part
0: well there's that and there's also this thing is um, Peter Jackson and Steven Spielberg going to completely screw up my childhood memory right by putting Simon Pegg and Nick Frost who don't look anything like each other are they going to make them like dress them up to look kind of similar but they're not going to be exactly the same but they're playing the Thompson twins right yeah
1: so uh, how's this going to work? I, I, I'm, the, I'm the, not screen, gonna... the screenshot that I saw, and I'm not sure if it was from the movie or if it was from, yeah. just from random screenshot. They look the same. Like exactly Cause, cause okay, because because so computer okay. generator, right? They can they can make them look the same.
0: Ah, oh, but wouldn't they? Ah, oh, is it is it? A, I thought it was live. I thought it had live action aspects to it as well. Oh uh, no! Okay, no, I don't know enough about this. Yeah, film. Okay. okay. So it's all is it like We don't Avatar? want to have some uninformed stuff in here. Oh look, look we're, this we're is we're all factual, about. <laughs> this is all about being uninformed about making about. My saying
1: is a pure motion capture, pure.
0: You know. uh, so it'd be like Avatar then. So in yeah. terms of they will completely yeah. render. So they will make them look exactly the same. Yeah. But the and, it, are and are it's
1: cartoonish because I mean I think you know, I don't know whether you, heard about it, like the <clears> Disney film that came out recently that's absolutely bombed. Um, because they tried to do simulated humans. Which one's, which one's that? It was a Robert uh, Robert Zemeckis film. Can't remember what it was.
0: Polar Express.
1: No, it was, was like his, his evolution from Polar Express, which oh, is to make it even more. Uh, Beowulf. No, no, it was, it was a kids' one. It's a kids' yeah. one. Oh, jeez, has and he done even, even more? Because he
0: keeps he keeps like doing this.
1: Yeah, and so so what they you know they, what they've what they've realised is yeah. um you know it's that whole. Uh, humans respond more and more positively as things become more human-like up to a certain point yeah, and then you get the and then you're incredibly bag. repulsed yes, that's very what, very quickly oh, become very repulsed I'm repulsed yeah so I'm what they found repulsed, was the audience was yeah. completely repulsed because the people right. look like zombies essentially there's something not. they look human but there's something not right about their eyes yeah. not something about the way they react <laughs> oh, uh, and well, so nobody okay. liked
0: it so okay so I think I can understand now why so Tintin's not like that it's okay. again, more okay. comic, I'm, I'm, comic I'm but okay yeah. there. Can I just finish on one thing then? Because you just mentioned you something. You talked about zombies. Yeah. And it's actually, um, it's just an observation I've had that, and I call it the zombification of everything, that just recently I've noticed that uh, when certain genres have kind of reached the end of life, suddenly they start adding zombies to it to just completely rejuvenate us. Right. So the,
1: what, Stargate Universe can going have some zombies? Well, that was right. probably the natural thing. Yeah. But they had... um
0: you know, uh, Victorian novels, Pride and Prejudice, and Zombies, yeah. they work pretty well. Um, there's this video game that, that's been quite popular called Red Dead Redemption on the PlayStation 3. Yeah. And I just saw the other day they had um, a zombie edition of it. Right. Uh, and, like, well.
1: It's a way to breathe zo- new zo- life.
0: Well, zombies work. I've just realised there's this <laughs> film about. Um, I think it's called Strippers and Zombies or something. I don't It's probably slightly adult. I don't think it's really adult, but it's a horror yeah. film and they've added zombies to it. Yeah. Though arguably, zombies are horror.
1: Yeah. I suppose. Well yeah, I think a they little should, bit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm Certainly not kids.
0: I think um, zombies it seems to me to be like this magic ingredient. You can you pretty much can't go wrong that you know, you just get to a point where okay, this isn't making money, let's just add
1: zombies. True. And zombies, graveyards, gadget graveyard, natural segue. Unfortunately we've got nothing to go on it. <laughs> no, not this time. No. What well, you are supposed to be doing this for oh, us, Richard. Okay, You're sorry. letting me down. I'm sorry.
0: You're letting me down. All right, so um well, we've covered a vast array of topics tonight. Uh, none of them make any sense to me whatsoever. It no. Have any kind of uh, so it's another coherence. classic episode. It's another classic. It's a good episode. Yeah, it's exactly. a good good show tonight. So I've enjoyed it. Um, I'll see you in a couple of weeks' time.
1: Okay.
0: Thanks for geeking out with us. the yeah, ministry of geek.